Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. These are the guys behind the glass. Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. Oh, what's better than John Fogarty on this lovely Friday? Hello, everyone. My name is Luke Legrano. Oh, my name is Justin Ellick. Hey, now. I'm awake. Mike Dino, How we doing? And welcome to another episode of Guys Behind the Glass, the best sports podcast on the Red Apple Podcast Network. What the did only. Windex and a Windex and a paper towel? Can't that stop is, a that, hot that is what take. they say about us. I use that to clean up my mess sometimes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sometimes I am cleaning it off a glass window. You you make it so hard to come to work every day. Do I? No. I love you. All right. We got some big news this week, obviously. Um, obviously, last week we hit... Uh, not last week, right? Was it the last week or the week before we hit the lockout stuff? We covered uh, two weeks ago. We, we did a little bit so of So two weeks stuff. ago, we hit a little bit of the lockout stuff. And uh, if you listen back to that episode, you can hear in our voices we're pretty discouraged about the whole thing. And Well, Justin, you said you would kill Rob Manfred if you had the chance. Yes. Did I say that? You did. You uh, said you'd push a button and make him vanish. Yeah. How does that make you feel one week later? Uh, honestly, I would still do the same thing. He's still a doofus. He's still a dickhead. He's still an imbecile. And he's still almost ruined the 2022 MLB baseball season. I mean, we're lucky that... Uh, we were able, I, I mean, to be honest with you, it was really the players that, um, you know. Sacked up and got it done. Right. They sacked up and they gave in because they have a, more of a love for the fans, for us, more of a connection with the common folk than these suits with their millions unli- millions of unlimited dollars. And uh, we're going to get to play some ball, full 162-game season. And I love every second of it. I'm really frustrated. I'm just going to go off top. With this background noise in, in the studio, it sounds like we're recording in Wendy's. Well, I'm I'm sorry you feel that way, Mike. It's unfortunately how to get that off my chest. Well, listen, I think we're. Uh, yes, Kevin. You off rides with that? I would. Add a boy. See, Kevin's funny. All right, so let's let's go over a couple of the changes uh, that that are coming to the uh, the MLB season. So opening day is April seventh. Yeah. We're still going to have the 162 game season. First big change: Universal DH. What do we think? I'm in for it. I I I think it's stupid that both leagues aren't the same. That was always a conundrum in my head, but. They should be the same. Um, I was fine with either or having the DH, but I guess uh, the universal DH makes sense. I do like the pitcher hitting at times. It brings more strategy That's into stupid. the game. That's stupid I mean, if thing. you can't field, you can't play. Like, it's a cop-out. I guess, but it's a cop out. I guess, but that's just not the modern game. I mean, they made a lot of rule changes, which we'll go into, that now fit better with the with with the way the game is played today. Um, you know, I mean, a universal DH is one of those things, bro. If you, you can't have, field, you can't. I get play. that. That's bullshit. But you you know that's bullshit. These hit these pitchers don't take batting practice. They don't pick up a bat until they so ha- until they have to learn how to bunt. It's part of the game, I guess. But then you know he's bunt. You know every ninth batter is bunting. The defense can can shift and and can use different ways to combat that and make that an easy play for them and maybe even get the force out. 
much easier than they normally would if a bunt was caught, you know, had caught a defense by surprise. I mean, I like the universal DH. This gives an opportunity for teams to get big bats in the lineup on a daily basis, whereas you had teams last year that had to put big bats on the bench because they had to make room for their stupid fucking hitting pitchers who would just, you know, wave it at shitty pitches and strike out on, on three of them and, and move on. I mean, it's an easy out unless you're Jacob deGrom, unless you're, I mean, Max Scherzer can hit a little bit and uh, Noah Syndergaard can hit a little bit. I mean, who else? And that's and that's kind of where I'm coming from here. Mike, I'm on your side here. I want to make that clear, but you do sound like you're 80 right now when you're talking. It's just part of the game. It's just the way we play the game. It's baseball. You know, it's all about tradition. No, selfishly, as a Mets fan, some of my favorite moments have come from the pitchers hitting. Oh, I hate that Cologne moment. Jake, uh, Bartolo Cologne is a, a moment. But, but he's also a great that, example of the other. That half of it. Well, well, yeah, of course. Because how many times did he actually swing at the ball? Exactly. But Degrom was a great hitter. Syndergaard at the time was a great hitter. I think back to last season. One of the best moments of last season. You remember Daniel Camarena, the San Diego Padres oh, wow. pitcher that hit the grand yeah. slam off Matt? That was incredible. Yeah. It's one of the best moments in baseball, and they're taking that away from us. So but that, they're not taking that away from you. You, no, can but still, they are. you can still have the pitcher hit. Yeah, but like you don't on. have to play the DH. DeGrom like, will on. pinch hit this year. Okay. Uh, I don't great. hate that. I don't hate that idea. So if your pitcher's that great of a hitter, then put him in the lineup. It it's doesn't. It, there's no. You know. It's you really like, shouldn't though. There, of course there's you no shouldn't. Of course you shouldn't. But you know, I mean. To make the argument that you're going to be missing out on Jacob Degrom's bat is a stupid exactly. argument. You, you look at you look at ten of ten, ten teams will clearly benefit from a universal DH. Yeah, it's just an extra body in the in the lineup. Um, but I'm going to miss it personally. Let's go on. Let's keep moving on. We now have a draft lottery for the top six picks in the draft. Do we like that? Lottery like plays can't shouldn't be able to tank. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I agree with Mike. I think tanking it's it it hasn't been as um, Proficient, if that's the right word, I have no idea if it is. <laughs> in the MLB, as it has been, I think in uh, in the NBA, it's been a major issue, and um, maybe in the NFL a little bit. You know, you, you tend to see a lot more competitive games in baseball, and that's just because you do play. They do play such a long season, 162 games. Even if you're, you say you're 10 games out in uh, July, which is early to be 10 games out, but you're not out of it. I mean, you can come back from that, um, given given all. 162 games to do so. So I think a draft lottery, lottery. Yep, words are hard. I know. Who's uh, next? We get we get what you're saying. Honestly, I feel like <laughs> six is a great number for this. I feel yeah. like six is the perfect number because the same seven or eight teams are always at the bottom. What do they do in the NBA? How many teams? In the NBA, well, obviously it goes it goes to like four. I think if you miss the playoffs, you're in the lottery. At least that's what they do in the NHL. If Correct. you miss the playoffs, you're in the lottery. And actually, they just changed the NHL, so that's not even true anymore. Uh, but six teams feels like a really good number because you'll have. The Pirates, the Orioles, the Tigers, uh, probably the Royals at some point. We all know the teams at the bottom of the MLB. And this feels like it shakes it up just enough. Let's talk about the big one right now. Twelve teams in the playoffs. They're essentially modeling the NFL's playoffs. The top team will get a bye, and then three games, and they'll go to four, and they'll go on from there. And they still have the playing game? They still have, yes. Because how many wild card games are there? Two, right? Yeah. So I think what? I think it's... Well, Technically, have, three wild card games. Only one team is getting the bye. Right. So. Well, you have two division winners each. In exactly. Each league getting a bye. Yes. So, yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think, um, right? I mean, there's a certain point you hit, obviously, if you expand the playoffs, where it becomes like a participation trophy, which is stupid. But um, I think you know, adding two more teams. I mean, who who doesn't like more baseball? I mean, that's just more baseball games in the postseason. It's more excitement. I like it. I don't mind it. I think uh, you got to stop the buck there, though. If they want to, 
you know, if five years from now they want to put in two more teams and make it a 14-team postseason, then, then, then you're going a little crazy. Then it's becoming a problem. Yeah, I, I, I think 12 is a perfect number where I'm ready to reserve judgment until I see it in action. Right. Until I see it becomes a problem, I'm not ready to, to talk poorly about it. But I, I just don't know why they have to expand the playoff. Like, just keep it the way it, it, you just changed it. Like, you just added the play-in game, what? I mean, no more than no more than six or seven years ago. Well, the problem was, and you saw it last season with, I believe it was the Dodgers and the... Two teams, I believe, won 100 games, and one of them right. played in the wild card. Right. And, I, and, I, and I'll stat check that for us. But No, I remember. And, and, that, and that, that's the issue. You don't want to have a team being punished just because they're in a bad division. Right. Yeah, in a good division, I'm sorry. Well, like, I, like, I wouldn't mind a three-game series instead of the, the one-game do-or-die. I, yeah, I, I really wouldn't mind that. I agree. And then uh, what do we got next? And then after that, it's the uh, a higher collective bargaining uh, tax and threshold. Yeah. Uh, more... Uh, more money in the starting salary for a player, an international draft. Any problems with those guys? I feel like everyone's kind of on board with that. Everyone really took the player's side. Yeah, I mean the players. Um, this is this was their main issue, right? They were worried. They were worried about, and it, and and I think the veterans speaking out on this, right? You, you heard Max Scherzer a couple weeks ago being very uh, animated on the subject of listen, you know, uh, the best players in our game are 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds, and they dominate. On a yearly basis, right? You've got guys like Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis that go out there, and they're the face of baseball, and they're making six hundred thousand dollars a year, which is moot. Yep. So um, you know you you have to compensate the best players in your game in order to be able to mark them pro- market them properly and expand the game in the way that you want it to be expanded in terms of popularity. So um, I like this move a lot. I think twenty six percent, something like that. They raised it, which is a whole shitload. But um, I think it's I think it'll be worth it in the long run. You're going to see the game become much more popular because you'll see these guys go out and start to play uh, the way that they're being paid to play. They also changed a few things for, uh, when it comes to uh, service time and ar- uh, arbitration eligibility. All good things, it seems like. And so it, it looks like this was a really good deal for baseball. Very happy to get back. But Mike, I know you've been chomping at the bit. We got some big football news this week. You want to kick us off? Massive football news. And before we do go on to football, I'm going to say, oh. Well, all the litigations, all that behind-the-scenes stuff, I don't give much about. I'm excited for free agency. It's going to be a frenzy. I mean, you got marquee guys, you got all-stars, you got future Hall of Famers, all still free agents. That's going to be exciting. The Yankees are going to be in the, the midst of it. They have a lot of moves they need to make. I don't think the Mets will do much. But other than that, let's go to the NFL. Massive week for the NFL. Just just so everyone knows, the NFL triumphs every other sport. I mean, it okay. is March. <laughs> it Jesus is March, Christ. and the NFL is still taking over. What? No, I, I, what's with that argument? Yeah. Why do you, you have to say that? Why do you have to say that? Say what? That's the NFL false. triumphs? No, yeah, yeah, why'd the you have NFL to is the best sport. It's not yeah, why do you have to yeah, belittle yeah, every other sport? Because yeah, it's the NFL triumphs. It's March 11th, and we're getting this breaking NFL news that's breaking the Internet. It's just terrific. The NFL never stops. I would say the MLB ending its lockout is... I would hope that was the biggest news of the week. Has now it ahead of the NFL in terms of. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you missed a week news. of baseball. So you don't all have that, to be all that bullshit that we cried about for months and months. The lockout ends. The lockout lasts 99 days. We missed a week of baseball. And we didn't even really miss a week of baseball because yeah. we're getting those games back. Yeah, so. so we didn't miss much after all that. I'm stoked baseball's back, but to football, the bread and butter, my bread and butter, massive news: Broncos land Russell Wilson. Probably one of the biggest trades I can remember, really, in my lifetime of watching football. I guess. 
I mean, now you seem like you're in a bad mood because I belittle baseball. What's well, up? yeah, a little bit. You, you, you know, I mean, um, you won't even look at me. You're no, looking I'm, lo- the I'm looking out the window down at the street. Uh, that's where I want you to be lying. So head. safe to say, baseball is Why your favorite you sport. Why did you guys get Face so mean? first into the concrete. I mean, Justin's trying to kill people on the podcast, and now he wants me to lay on the street. Yeah, yeah Mike, Mike was just mean. Now Justin's bringing in. I just want you to take a lap. I, that comment was ill-advised. But either way. It was look, correct. Look, but it was factually either way, correct. Either way, that, that part of the discussion's over. Listen, I mean, um, Russell Wilson to Denver, fine. Uh, the guy's 33. What are you getting out of him? Maybe maximum four more productive years. You're getting an MVP-type caliber season out of him next year. Of course. He's still at the top of his game. Of course. Denver has a roster that is going to be very competitive this season. Do they? Yes, they're going to be good. they the, got a good defense. That's that's the thing. That's the only issue I have with this trade, Mike, is that I'm not sure the Denver Broncos well, why are not? ready. It just—they just feel like incomplete. They're a seven, eight-win team without him. Now you bring—you go from Teddy Bridgewater to Russell Wilson. You automatically have three, three more wins. So you're automatically right there, like a ten and seven. Well, they got rid of one of, if not their best weapon. Are you saying Von Miller? No, I'm saying Noah Fant. Noah Fant. Yeah. Noah Fant is the most expendable player in the league. Uh, okay. You, you, you got that, Jerry that, Judy. That's the hell you want to die yeah, on? Yeah. Noah Fant. Sucks. I don't know if Jerry Judy's a. Wide yeah, receiver one. Jerry Judy. He's not. It's Justin. Jerry Judy season. not either. You yeah. heard it right here. March 11th. It's Jerry Judy season. Look for him to pop off this season. He was I a guess. top 10 pick. You're going to need somebody else. He was else. brought down by horrible quarterback play from Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Free my guy, Jerry Judy. He was a top 12 pick. Sensational route runner. Just needs to work on his hands. He's going to smash in fantasy this season. Cortland Sutton, very serviceable wide receiver, too. We keep hearing about, oh, yeah, Russ cooked in Seattle with D.K. Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett. This this receiving group is not as good, but it's one step behind. You have a good young running back in Javante Williams. You have a good offensive line. I think they're going to bring back Von Miller. This is a very talented defense. Look out for this team to be – this is a 10-win team. And they do play maybe the best division in football, but this is a 10-win team. Chargers obviously loaded up. They just made the move to get Khalil Mack. Great move for them. They now have maybe the best defensive line in the game with Mack and Bosa. They didn't give much. They gave up a second-round draft pick. They just take on the contract. He's 31 years old. Speculation how good that move was. Obviously, the Chiefs will be the Chiefs. That division is loaded. The AFC is loaded. The Jets have no chance for the next decade. That's not true. Do you see the Broncos winning the AFC West? Probably not because I think the yeah, Chiefs you, are the best. They're still team. a wild-card team. Yeah. 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 They're a 10-win team. Yeah, but the, yeah. I, I, they're, they're a good football team. I get, very I, I, good football I get it, team. but I get it. But you still you know who's you, a good football team last year? The Steelers. How'd that work out for yeah. them? Why were the Steelers a good football they team? They were a good football team. No, they weren't. They were a good football team. They were a team. terrible they football team. No, they, okay, the play, they were an abomination. The playoff led by team Big was ben. a bad football team. Yeah, okay. You know who's a good football team? The Eagles were a good football team. Yeah, the they Eagles were, were another I, terrible how, football how'd team. How'd that work that out for them? They went 1-7 against teams over 500. Out, bro, they, the Eagles went 1-7 against teams they were over like 500. A, they were in like a rebuild year, and they made the playoffs. So you think they were good? I think That's they what, definitely exceeded expectations. I mean, they went 1-7 against teams any, over 500. Any team that makes the playoffs, in my mind, by definition, that makes you a good team. I disagree. Okay. okay. The Steelers think, were not a good football team. I, I don't know year. what to tell but you. But I, I think there, there is they one. They have a good roster. There is All of a sudden, like, your opinion matters more than the on-field product, which makes no it sense. The, it, the Eagles were not a good football team. See, that's year. your opinion, but they made the playoffs. But they went 1-7 against teams over 500. That, that's fine. But so they benefited from an up, easy schedule. They still won enough. Whatever. Do whatever you can. So, and then they got blasted so in the So you're going to blame them for being gifted an easy schedule? No, they just were a good team. Mike, the Jets beat the Bengals and the Titans. Were they a good football team? 
Well, I mean, it's, that's they were. different. They were. Oh, it's different. It's, oh, okay. it's different. I mean, so, first yeah. of all, the yeah. Titans, the so, Titans so, 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 didn't, have, the Titans didn't have two receivers and two linemen in that game, and they were missing the best defensive player. So the Titans were banged up, and they were on a short week that week. They were the number one seed. Like, I, okay, is, but is, they, they had they had players out. That's irrelevant. I mean, you have put like two players out isn't going to. It was not. Just there was five team. players out. They had Julio out. They had AJ Brown out. And you couldn't beat the the fourth worst team in the league. No, I mean they lost. They had a bad game. All right. All right. So you think the Titans? The Titans weren't that good either. They were a fluke. Oh, okay. I think at the okay, end of the yeah. day, I just right, don't believe but, you. Oh, wait, no, 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 Just, Justin. If he says the number one seed in the AFC is, was not a good team, they the, didn't the, win a playoff there's game. There's nothing we can do. How they yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, we can there's do. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. There's no turning. Explain to me how the Titans were good. They were the number one team in the AFC that benefited from. They were an. Av- they were a good team. Their Titans are a good team that's not going anywhere with Ryan. Tandale. Okay. We, we do have we do have more football news to talk about. Let's talk. Rodgers staying in Green Bay. Green Bay's winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this Why do you say these things? Like why are they like... not winning the Super Bowl? Explain to me why they're not they going to win They didn't win a playoff game. The NFC is not good. You lose Tom Brady. The Rams presumably will lose Odell they're not a good team. They're not a good team. The Rams presumably. I, I can use the exact well, the Packers... same logic that you just used on the Titans as, I, as we can on the Packers. Yes. Okay. The Packers did not have a, The Packers, well, the Packers won more games but than the Titans win this the Super year. Bowl. I think are you this listening year, to yourself right now? Are you listening to me? I, I sure am. I the sh- NFC <laughs> is much worse than the AFC. Yeah, we know that already. Okay, so then why are the Packers not the favorite? In the NFC? Uh, I mean, listen. I, I mean, hey, Ryan, They don't have to go through Lamar Jackson. They don't have to go through Patrick Mahomes. They don't have to go bro, through Josh Allen. They don't just, have to go through Tom Brady. They don't have to go through Justin Herbert. signed with the same exact team he's, he was on last season. They didn't, they didn't win shit last season. Uh, I agree that... So it's the same exact team. So just because he got paid a lot well, of money and he's going back, team. that makes him better? Why? Who, who'd they they're add? not the same exact who'd, team. Who'd they add? Free agency hasn't even started yet. Okay, but they haven't added anybody yet, and you're telling us that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think that that's my early... What's your pick? Well, what's your early pick to win? The Eagles. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the NFC has a better roster than them? Listen, I think, the, I think the Bucks are still a really good team. Well, who's their quarterback? Well, we don't know that yet. So, who definitively right now has a better roster than the Packers? The Los the Angeles NFC? Rams. Okay, there's that's one. True. Yeah, the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, pretty good correct. Right now. There that's you go. One. Um, I, would, I mean, you have to see what ends up happening in uh, San Francisco, but the Niners are good, bro. Yeah, I don't think Trey Lance will Niners be Niners are good. The Cardinals are good. The Cowboys on paper are good. Uh, same thing with the Saints on paper. They're a good team. Yeah. The and, Saints uh, are and that's a good all you team ha- on paper? On paper. That's Who's all you have on the Packers, too, is on paper. Well, right? we'll see. Who's their number one receiver? We'll see. They still have Thomas. They still have him. They, 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 they do. haven't gotten rid of him yet. They probably will. They probably but, will. But at the moment. The Saints are not a good team. Okay. I just think, it, it's first of all, like you're, you're like, yeah, the, you, the, you, you the negate Saints? your own point like five seconds after you well, make what, the Why point. did I negate my own point? I because don't think you're like, free agency hasn't even started yet. Well, that's a good reason as to why you can't just come out and say that the Packers well, are going to win. Well, I just said, the, that's the my prediction right now. I'm going to come out and I'm going to make an educated prediction. You're putting a futures bet on that? I will. All right, do it today. I'll do it right now. You show me the bet slip after the show. I'll put it in right now. Okay. All right, gentlemen. I think this has been a, a fun, heated debate. I guess. I'm upset. We do have one more deal to talk about, though. The Colts moving on from Carson Wentz. Two third-round <laughs> picks. Yeah, you okay, Justin? You going to yak? I, I just hear Carson Wentz's name. I want to poop and throw up at the same time. You know time. you named your dog after him, right? Yeah. That's got to be hard for you at home. Probably puking constantly. Well, listen, I mean, my dog um, it happens to be a gorgeous golden retriever with a mane like Mufasa. And a name like an idiot. Yeah, and a name like a doofus who... Um, <laughs> Who, you know, cries and moans and bitches and 
calls Jesus every time he has a problem. I I can't believe that the cults are in like team purgatory right now. I feel like they're just a revolving door of of being mediocre. They're kind of like the what the Raiders were. Yeah. Where they were like just good enough to make the playoffs but not good enough to make a run. It's so sad to see the Colts the Colts looked really promising. They had a decent quarterback. They had a great offensive line. They had a couple weapons, not too many. They've got the best running back in the league right now. All they needed was a sturdy defense and a little bit of consistency, and they just didn't get it, and now they're just in this revolving door where they can't get out of the current spot that they're in. Well, see, that's the problem there. Decent quarterback, right? I mean, in this day and age, in today's NFL, that's not going to get you anywhere, and that begs the question, what what the fuck are the Washington Commanders thinking? Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that, they're just trying to get out of the basement at this point. Yeah, but like, so you're going to walk halfway up the staircase out of the basement and then just chill there for a season? I feel like you have to start somewhere, right? I guess. Like, like, yeah, the, I guess. The Bengals are an anomaly. The, what the Bengals did getting from uh, a bottom five team in the NFL to a Super Bowl contender, remarkable. It just doesn't happen. It, it's not a legitimate right. thing that you can plan for your football team to do. Right. Uh, so to expect the Washington Commanders uh, to jump all the way up there, not feasible, to start to build the building blocks and kind of do what the Jets are doing a little bit, kind of just making that a more attractive place to play football, uh, it's got to work out. You would hope so. I mean, listen, the name change is meh. Honestly, I've talked to uh, a few Washington um, Commanders fans, and they generally liked being called the Washington football team more than they liked being called the Washington it was Commanders. Awesome. It was a great time. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you know, but but that that shouldn't really impact anybody from wanting to or not wanting to go to Washington. I think the biggest issue there is Dan Snyder ownership, um, you know, falling into this rabbit hole of mediocrity of corruption and all that stuff, but that's something we can get into another day. But I, I think step one, sell the team. Right. Before we wrap up, Luke, I know you want to wrap up. The favorite to win the NFC right now is the Packers. Over the Rams? Yes. Wow. That's Packers a- are going to be good. Who says that? Who says this that? Is the, this is Caesar Sportsbook. DraftKings. Oh, we don't, see, I, we, we don't like Caesars. Okay, well, DraftKings, the Packers are the favorite to win the it's Super Bowl. It's not like Bowl. more money just made Aaron Rodgers better. It's not, that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. They're Super Bowl contenders every single year. Father time is staying. You, have, you like, have to understand that Tom Brady left. Okay, fine. And the Rams are going to probably get worse. They're going to lose Von Miller. They're going to lose Nobody Odell. said that. Nobody said that. That what? That they're going to lose those two guys. They might. We'll find out. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see until next time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Guys Behind the Glass. I've been Luke Legrano. I've been Justin Ellis. I'll be Mike Didino. And ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you next time. Take care. The sun came out today. We're born.